0: So we're going to talk about, for the next couple of weeks, about pursuit of purpose. Somebody say pursuit of purpose. Purpose is a wonderful thing. I would dare say if I took a poll of probably 200 people that are in this room, 90% of you would say, if I ask you, what is the deepest thing that you, wanna, that you want to know? know what my purpose is you'd be surprised people can be old gray have a whole lot of accomplishments and still not know what their purpose is and God does God God desires in our life for us to first be saved and be his child but then after that know our identity and what we're here for and I believe that when we get our hearts and our minds tuned to our purpose in this year We won't waste time, energy, money, and sleepless nights over stuff that does not pertain to our purpose. It will give you laser-like focus. Everybody ready? Amen. Come on. let's Let's read this one scripture. Exodus, the ninth chapter 16, verse says this. But I have raised you up for this very purpose. Somebody say purpose. That I might show my power and that my name might be proclaimed in the earth purpose definition is this the reason for which something is done created or for which something exists I'm gonna say that again purpose is the reason somebody say the reason for which something is done created or for which something exists tell somebody beside you I'm here for a purpose You'd be, you'd, be, you'd be amazed the number of people that are living day-to-day, month-to-month, year-to-year without any sense of purpose. And they're wasting energy. They're wasting time. They're wasting money because they're doing... They are, they are crap shooting. Maybe this will work. Maybe this will work. I'm going to try this to see this. No, 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 no. We, we, we don't have enough time to be trying everything. Come on, y'all. Now, if you're like me, that, that, you know, my, 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 the sand in my hourglass is just as much down here as it is up here. We don't have time for trial and error. <sighs> we don't have time for trial and error. To say that we're going we're gonna to depend on trial and error means that we don't trust God with our future. That God doesn't know what he's doing. And we don't, we don't truly believe that he's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning of the end. That he, oh, he orders our steps. If we put our trust and reliance in Jesus, there, we eliminate the need for trial and error. The Holy Spirit knows all. He sees all. He is the helper. He is the divine embodiment of Jesus Christ himself that will lead and teach us and guide us into all truth. Am I in the Bible? And so there is no need for trial and error. If we seek our purpose and our purpose in him. You may be seated. If purpose is the fuel that allows us to go to our destiny. Look at it. How many of y'all know that the devil is, is old Slewfoot is hanging around somewhere? So one of the greatest tactics of the enemy. Y'all listening? The, the greatest tactics of the enemy is to keep us ignorant or confused as it pertains to our purpose. Because he knows if you don't know your purpose, you're going to be like a boat without a rudder. You're going to be like a ship without a sail. You'd be drifting to and fro. The waves got control of you. The, wind, the waves and the wind got control over you, over you having control over your destiny along with God's help because you don't know your purpose. Well, maybe I'm supposed to be this this week. Maybe I'm supposed to be a nurse. No, maybe I'm supposed to be a writer. No, but no maybe I'm supposed to do missions and go over. Would you pick something? And error, we're doing trial and error. Does this scratch my itch? Does this make me feel like something? Does this do something like that? And what the devil is like, oh man, this is great. <laughs> go chase that waterfall, go chase that leprechaun, go chase that unicorn. And I'm, I'm hoping that that, that that time and energy will be zapped out of you to such a degree that by the time you discover your, your, your purpose, it's too late. You got to understand that God, God tells us to don't be ignorant of Satan's devices. And we think just because we don't see a devil with a pitchfork in front of us, we think that he's not in operation. But the devil operates in delay. He operates in confusion. He operates in frustration. He operates in discouragement. And he knows that he can't make you give up, but he knows that you can make yourself give up if he puts the right crumbs in and leads you on a path. And you'll finally say, you know what, I give up. Is this helping anybody so far? Somebody say, but I'm in pursuit. Of purpose, John ten and ten. If 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 we if, if we want to say, Lord, how do I live with purpose? The, the God, the Bible has every example of what we need. It happened thousands of years ago, but how many know that the human existence is still consistent? We may have computers and we may have self-driving cars, and they only rode on donkeys back then. But the human existence is the same. Is the same. Jesus in John ten and ten says this. He says. The thief comes. This is, this is the devil's purpose. In order to, stand, in, in, in order to understand your purpose, you got to understand your adversary's purpose. Amen? Because I want you to understand. We used to sing the song, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. And the old saints, they realized that this is a fight. Okay? So, so many times, you know, on Nickelodeon and, and, and all the stuff, they, 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 they've softened up the devil that, you know, she's using white magic. he's using his power. no, that's the devil. And the devil can package it up to make it seem like, oh, I'm just some fictional. I'm just a force for evil and bad. No, he is the adversary. He is our enemy. I want you to understand that, that the devil is our arch enemy. When you come over to God's side, you have left him and he hates you. And so Jesus is saying the purpose of the enemy is to steal from you is to kill and to destroy so before we define our own purpose we got to define our adversary his purpose is to steal from you does he do his job well his job is to kill everything that's attached to you does he do his job well his job his job and his purpose is to destroy does he do his job well There's one thing, we we can't not accuse the enemy, the devil, of being slowful and not committed to his purpose. But then Jesus said, this may be his purpose, but my purpose, the reason that I came, is so that you might have life. See, the word is good when you read it right. I came for this purpose, so that you might have life. And that you might have life more abundantly. The other translation said life to the full. Somebody say to the full. So there we see the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of light. It both, both of them have a purpose. And the decisions that we make in the middle determines whose purpose is going to be manifest in our life. Are we going to have the life of abundance overflow to the full? Or are we going to have a life of death Destruction and mayhem. Tell somebody beside the choice is up to you. There's a couple of things about purpose. Purpose, and I want everybody to be, I want, I want us to be astute note takers this year, okay? Because I believe we we hear a lot of things, oh that sounds good, but it's just natural when we leave a place, we do you know, you know, you, you forget things. Right? So I want you to write this down. Knowledge, knowing purpose brings definition, brings clarity. Somebody say definition. Y'all remember the old, Lord, half of y'all here don't remember. Um, Y'all remember old floor model TVs? You know, it used to be happy if you just, you know, if you got the rabbit ears right and it just wasn't, it was a little bit of fuzz at the top. You know what I mean? That is a whole difference between these new flat panel, you know, flat TVs as LCD or OLED, all this, all this new technology. You see stuff. You even, you can look at old movies and you see new things. They didn't go and shoot the movie over again. It has a higher level of definition. They call it high def TV. Somebody say definition. Would you know your purpose? When you know why you're here, it gives you high definition. When you know that, God, this is my purpose, you don't get upset when a door gets closed in your face because it didn't align with my purpose anyway. You don't get upset when people leave your life because you realize that sometimes some people are for a lifetime and some people are seasonal. Because I've got high definition. See, and I want you to understand that when you know who you are, what you are, and your purpose of being here, you don't cry over spilled milk. And that's what the devil has kept us cloudy. He has kept the lines blurred. He, his job is to keep us emotional so that we don't have high definition. So that we're not focusing on our future. So when, when, when people leave, you know what? I, I, I loved you. It would have been nice you would be here. But I got to keep going on because evidently according to my purpose, you were only meant for this long in my life. And so I'm not going to be depressed and, and, and put my head under a pillow for a week and, and I can't stand to hit somebody, hit, mention their name and, and, and I got to block them and all this. No, thank God for what you meant to me in the time and the season of my life. I realized that God has taken us on divergent paths. It doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make me good. Is that God, according to my purpose, we can no longer dwell together. And that's cool with me. But when we don't know our purpose we absorb everything that other people do and we start making a scorecard as to our value. When your value does not come from external factors your value comes from what you know about yourself. Your value is nobody, God, you created me for exploits. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only and not beneath. That isn't just, just, just positive self-talk and problem that we're saying. Th- those are affirmations that we say amongst ourselves that nobody has the power to make me upset. Nobody has the power to make me depressed. That, uh, look, I can't help what happens to me, but my response is my decision. And I, in 2020, I'm gonna make my decisions according to my purpose. I'm not going to get upset over something I'm not going to get depressed over something That God evidently that was a door that you did not mean for me I'm trusting the fact that you were ordering my steps And you allowed everything that's attached to me Is supposed to be attached to me For the length of the time that it's supposed to be attached to me And when it gets detached from me It meant according to my purpose It was time for it to leave Somebody say in pursuit of purpose Here's one thing I want to share with you, don't confuse giftedness with purpose. Don't confuse your giftedness with your purpose. I have the privilege, I am kind of started out as a musician and singer and blah, blah, blah and I ended up here or whatever it is, but I know a lot of people who are gifted. But some of the most gifted people are some of the most purposeless people. Because I'm so gifted, it can get me in doors, but purpose is going to keep you in the door. Purpose is going to, purpose, when when you focus on purpose, you know, because let me tell you, a bunch of doors can end up being a curse to you. We we can have the riches of so many options that the devil will use it to trip us up and get us to go down a path that's not meant for us. And so people who are extremely gifted have to be extremely careful to know that that the gifting is just a fruit, but my purpose is my root. And if I build my whole world around my gift, I will be out there looking for affirmation. Will you you clap for me? Will you accept me? You know, I I, want to be accepted. I want to be approved for my gifts so much, I will let down some of my standards. But when I know my purpose, when my gifting comes to the surface, it's anchored in the root of why I'm here. And so I won't I won't cast my pearl before swine. I won't use my giftedness for people who are trying to leech off of me and trying to coattail me. I won't put myself in, in situations that's gonna be a temptation to compromise because it doesn't align with my purpose. Is this good to anybody in this place today? So while I want you to be gifted and I want the world, I want the world to know about you. But I also want the world to know about your purpose. Because the devil will lure you out in the deep for affirmation of your gift. And you'll find yourself out there away from your purpose. And you'll find yourself away from God. Is this speaking to anybody this morning? Somebody say, I'm in pursuit of purpose first. Luke the fourth chapter. eighteen verse. It is a very pivotal point of scripture where Jesus came into the synagogue and he made a declaration. He says this, 18 verse, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set uh, at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Look at what Jesus did. And he rolled up the scroll. He gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all that were in the synagogue were fixed upon him. And he began to say, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Some people may say, that's very arrogant. If you read some of Jesus' responses, if Jesus was alive today, you like, you know, he's a pretty arrogant dude. See, it's not that he was arrogant, but in society we are so used to people not knowing who they are that when we run across somebody who knows who they are, we call them arrogant. <laughs> they was like, no, 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 I'm not gonna do that. Like, what's, what's up with him? And some people are arrogant, don't get me wrong, but a lot of times, self-awareness can be misconstrued as arrogance. Because when I know who I am, I also know who I am not. That was worth the trip, my goodness. Like, nah, that don't fit me. Y'all remember when David was about to fight Goliath? Everybody else was scared. And he said, you know, I'm going to fight him. If I'm going to get the approval of the king and get his daughter. I'm in for that. The king said, okay, cool. I'm scared to fight him. But here's my armor. (laughs) David said, wait a minute. Look, that's cool. I'm sure that stuff works well for you. But I am comfortable with this rock and this sling. It may be primitive. You may laugh at it. You may pick on me for it. But this is how I kill my giant. And I want you to know, whatever means God has trained you up to kill your giant, don't you be ashamed of your rock and your sling. Don't you be ashamed. Oh, God. see. In this era of of social media and YouTube, we see everybody's glorified version of themselves. and, and, And I want you to know that comparison kills. They say, oh, I'm not as good as them. I can't sing as good as them. My curl pattern and my natural ain't as good as theirs. Everything. We're looking at everybody saying, mine is not as good as theirs. But God said, what I gave you is good enough to kill your giant." Your rock and your sling was good enough to kill the lion and the bear. But you got to have confidence in what God put in you. The word of God says that I give you all things pertain to life and godliness. You don't need nothing new. What he gave you is already good enough to kill your giant. And you got to understand when, when God, and God is going to start blessing some people. I'm saying this prophetically. That God is going to start blessing people and getting you in spaces and places with people of importance. And the first thing when you're met with a challenge, somebody can say, won't you do this? I'm not saying be bullheaded and don't listen to people. L- listen to me clearly. But you got to know what fits your purpose. Because when you get in higher rooms You got to understand according to the word of God The wickedness is in the high places <sighs> And the higher you go The more you're going to rub shoulders with wickedness Am my teaching in this place tomorrow morning? And so the, the, the higher you go up The more in tune you have to be with your purpose Because there is going to be a greater temptation To derail you And, de- and, and, and detach you From your purpose. Somebody say, I'm in pursuit of it. Jesus said, Today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. I want you to write this down. It's it's an old saying. Probably died probably in 2017, but it still is pertinent today. It is what it is. Jesus went in that, in that synagogue and he read the scripture in Isaiah he said this right here what I just read y'all are looking at the embodiment of it and it is what it is and notice Jesus he said that he sat down they looked at him with amazement he didn't give any more explanation that's me God is looking for people in this season in this year that's willing to stand up and say that's me I'm the answer for that, and I'm not. Let me let, let, let me give you a nugget for life. This is a, a PTism. You are not responsible for other people's response to your stand and your declaration. Your response to my decisions is none of my business. I'm making these decisions according to my purpose. And if it upsets you I didn't mean to hurt you I didn't mean for you to be upset But I'm not changing my stance See so you got to understand as Christians This is another tool that the enemy uses The enemy uses our good old wholesome southern Christianness To control us Over what people going to think That if I do that then Johnny's going to have to move out and go get, yeah, well, Johnny, will have to move out. But you know, I don't want, does it align with your purpose? I'm telling you, anybody come for me with counsel? One of my few answers is going to be, does that align with your purpose? Because let me tell you something, pain is an indication that something is wrong. But we're so used to pain it's become normal but pain is an indication that something is wrong and if you can't you know if i went and worked out everybody go back into the gym right we probably need a prayer line for people who sore because you go <laughs> back to the gym but at least you, but at least you can draw a line of causality i'm sore because i've worked out But when you got pain and you don't know where it's from, something is incongruent with purpose. Oh, man. Pain is the body's way to tell you you need to do something. And if we understand that about the body, emotional, mental, spiritual pain is the Lord's way of telling us there's something you need to change. There's something that doesn't align with your purpose. There is something that is not pleasing to me in your life that you need to do. Is this helping anybody today? See, I don't want us to be chasing it, the season, unless we are ready to handle it. You know, the first the four steps of seizing it this year is that we're going to pray for it, we're going to prepare for it. And then once we seize it, we're going to manage it. So I want you to understand that January is a month of getting ourselves ready, doing some self-assessment, doing some reflection. If God gave me what I'm asking for and what I'm seeking right now, be honest with yourself, could I handle it? Would I destroy it in a couple of months or would it destroy me? So you got to understand God is a good God when he blesses us and God is a good God when he withholds from us because he knows if I give it to you right now, it's going to destroy you. If I open that door right now, it's going to destroy you. And so God is a good God. There is grace. Last thing I want to share with you. There is grace for purpose when you embrace it and declare it. If you f- keep following the scripture after, that was the beginning of Jesus' ministry. When he made that declaration, that was the start of his ministry. And he had to make that declaration in order to receive the grace that came along with it. I want you to understand, some of us know our purpose in this room. How many of you know your purpose in this room? God bless you. When you embrace it and acknowledge it and declare it, then you receive grace for it. It's not good enough to know it if we hadn't made a declaration of it. See, when Jesus did that in the public, he made himself accountable to the public. He could have just walked around and just did miracles on the sly. Yeah, you did. Don't tell nobody. No, but Jesus had to make it known publicly that this is my purpose. And that began the... That began the, 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 the process of people loving him and the people hating him at the same time. And I want you to know that when you are crystal crystal light clear about your purpose, you're going to attract and you're going to detract people. You're going to get some lovers and you're going to get some haters. And I want you to know that it comes along with Purpose. Because when you start When you define your purpose And then you start walking in See some of us have defined it But we we haven't been bold enough to walk in it yet But when you start walking in it It's going to mess up some people's plans Because some people have a vested interest In you staying the same I'm dropping bombs today Some people have a vested interest In you staying the same if you stay the same, it's comfortable for me. If you stay the same, I can go play with my money and then when I need something, I can come get it from you. If you stay the same, I can go ahead and do all kind of devilish living and I can always console myself when I, I call you at 1.30 at in the morning. It, it's, it's, it's like warm milk. It's like a nice little nightcap. I can dump on you. I can sleep, but then you, you If you stay the same... If you stay the same, if you stay like a rudderless boat, if you stay without purpose and definition, it's good for me. And I want to warn you in 2020, when you start bringing definition to your life according to your purpose, everybody's not going to applaud you. So you need to get tough skin, go see a therapist or somebody and get that that need out for approval and applause from people. Because people will control you with their approval. Good. I'm going to watch this back myself. People will control you with their approval. Am I telling truth in this building today? saying be a bull in a china shop and be irregardless of people's feelings blah blah. blah. but what I'm saying when God has given you a mandate and a directive to do something it will behoove you my brother and my sister to do what the master says regardless as to who gets upset about it because at the end of the night when I'm laying on my back and I'm reflecting over the day my question is God did I do your will I want, let me tell you, everybody's approval is not equal. Lord, good night. Boy, need, I'm just dropping nuggets today. Everybody's approval is not equal. I want God's yes above your yes. I love you. you good. You make a good sweet potato pie. But I approve. I want God's yes above your yes. I want, I want your pat on, I want God's pat on the back more than I want yours and sometimes pleasing God and pleasing those that are connected to us do not align oh God but those are the tough things oh we get excited oh this my year of seizure and I'm walking in my purpose all that stuff yeah that sounds good until you come to a fork in the road where you know this is going to upset some people this is going to disappoint a few and we try to soften it up and we try to give explanation and we end up watering down and then we almost end up telling a lie for somebody's feelings because we're trying to be on both sides. And, 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 and the word of God said, the word of transgress is hard. You're trying to be over here and you're trying to be over here. I'm trying to obey God over here and trying to catch your fall over here and you're going to sprain a muscle or something trying to be everything and everything to everybody at one time. And God said, let me be the truth. Let everybody else be a liar. Y'all know this is hard medicine today y'all. But I'm telling you I could have given y'all some fast food uh, uh, a blow pop message today and y'all been excited and high fiving and shouting but I'm telling you this is what's going to get you there. How many you want to get there? Oh man let me go on. Y'all tired of me there. The last thing. Somebody say the last thing. Comes out of Proverbs the 20th chapter, 5th verse. It says, the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters. Somebody say deep. (laughs) But the one who has insight draws them out. That's good, y'all. Your purpose, see, your gift may be on the surface, but your purpose is deep. And a lot of times we take the path of least resistance and we go for what is easy versus what is deep. Everybody stand there. I told y'all that was the last point. Y'all didn't believe me. Y'all needs when not even ready. Lord. He said he last time, he don't mean it. It's 2020, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Say that was it. Y'all believe me? (laughs) But tell somebody it's deep. It's going to take some hard work. Things that are deep have to be dug out, they have to be sought for. You got to get through some rocks and some roots and some, but tell, tell somebody it's down there. Anybody have been searching for something? You know you left it where you thought you left. You, you might have been in, in a garage somewhere. I know back in 1983 on a Tuesday, I left it right there. Yes, yes. You can't tell me otherwise. I know. Just keep digging. Somebody say, keep digging. Keep digging. Keep, digging. keep unearthing. D- d- get rid of every insecurity. Get rid of every, every, every negative word people have said about you. Forgive yourself and forgive. Oh, tell somebody to Keep digging. If you keep digging, it's deep. It's deep. That purpose is deep. God said, I planted it deep. I planted it so deep away from the surface because I didn't want it to get tainted. I didn't want it to get corrupted. I didn't want it to get compromised by everything that would happen on the surface. And so I put your purpose deep. Now, you've got to make the decision. Are you going to do what's easy? Or you're gonna do us deep. I believe that everybody in this room that if you're in pursuit of seizing it this year, and let me see the hand of those that want to seize it this year. You're gonna have to go down first. Somebody say, go down. You gotta go down deep. Before you go up. I said it the other night, but no engineer just starts building a skyscraper. Oh, this is a nice piece of land. Let's go ahead and level that out and we're gonna start building it up. That thing gonna fall. It has to go down deep first. To find bedrock, there was a such thing in the, in the in the earth called bedrock. It is rock that cannot be moved, and that will preach. It is rock that that you can build on. Oh, Christ, a solid rock, I stand. But it only order see, you know, you you don't you can't build nothing with some some old gravel rocks that's on the surface, but you can build with rock that's deep. And a person, and I don't care. I don't care. God has given man the wisdom to. God has given a man the wisdom through construction to know. But before you build up, you got to dig deep. So God has given us an earthly representation that you are going to do exploits this year. Your greatness is going to be associated with your name. But first, you you've got to dig deep. The word of God says right here: purposes of a person's heart. Are deep waters. Tell somebody, Sergeant, tell them, tell them your purpose is real deep. The question is do you have the fortitude? Do you have the stick to itiveness? Do you have the temerity to dig deep? Patient. See, everybody wants to get the, to the finished product. The building is nice and the chandelier and you know and 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 and, and the portico and, and everything looks beautiful. Oh, that's well and good. I want to know before I go in your building. Did you dig deep? And so God is calling us deeper before He takes us higher. Jesus even said, as as much as y'all is exalting me, as much as you're calling me king of king and lord of lords, I have need to be buried in the bowels of the earth first. And it's true, exaltation came from when he went deep first. And if Jesus, the master to which we say that we follow, had to go deep before he ascended higher, what makes you so special to think you don't have to do the same? But I'm telling that your purpose is deep. I believe that I'm not the only one in this room that is tired of living on the fruit level of my life. Let me tell you, you can get, you can get by a long way living on fruit. But I'm telling you, life is so much better when you live it from the root of you. This year. You say, God, every day. I ain't got to dig. I ain't you and let me tell you something. The devil will make it seem so big and so insurmountable. He will tell you, he will make you think you gotta dig a tunnel of China to be digging deep. Every day. Just dig a little bit. You ever seen them old movies where people dug a tunnel to get out of jail? Every day they went there with that spoon and they just got out a little bit. Every day got a little bit kicked over to the side. After about two, three years, they had dug a tunnel to get out. And that's what God is saying. I'm not asking you to to turn into a monk and be Apostle Sheila and Jerry. I'm not asking you to do that. What I'm asking you to do is pick up your shovel. And every day, just dig a little bit. Can anybody do like this? Just, 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 I'm just, just going to dig just a little bit. God, I'm going to do my digging for the day. What is your digging for the day? God, I'm going to spend time, just a little bit of time with you in prayer. It may be five minutes to start with. It may just, it may just be, I'm going to read the word, and all I know how to read is the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Start right there. But somebody, please, just start digging. Just tell somebody beside you, start digging. Start digging, start digging. If you keep digging long enough, you're going to hit bedrock. If you keep digging long enough, you are gonna run into purpose. That means God. God said, "I I I can't pray like Sister Sheila. I can't pray like Brother Paul. But I'm gonna pray how I know how to pray. I can't read and I can't understand all these, these D's in this thou, But I'm gonna read what I can't understand. I'm gonna keep digging. I'm gonna keep digging every day. I'm gonna keep digging. And what, after a while, it becomes habitual. It becomes practice. And it becomes part of your bones. And it becomes part of your. It becomes part of the culture of what you do. And in one day. You're gonna strike oil on. One day you're gonna hit purpose. One day you're gonna hit it, and all of a sudden, everything that you worked for, everything that you tore for, everything that you cried for, everything that everybody left you for, it's gonna be all worth it. Because I tapped into my purpose. Somebody lift your hands. God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you didn't leave us how you found us, God. We thank you, Lord, how you have disturbed us today through your word. We thank you today how you have reminded us that gifts without purpose will still lead us to a desolate place. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for making a proclamation over our lives, God, that this is a year that we will seize it. But before we seize it, We've got to get our heart and our hands ready. So, Lord, we thank you right now, Lord, as we start doing the the hard work of digging deep in those waters. Lord, we thank you. (laughs) We thank you, Lord, that you give us boldness to tackle some things. You give us an insatiable desire to get our purpose before we get the thing that we're trying to see. Lord, for if we get the thing before we get purpose, we will abuse the purpose for which a thing was created. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that this is not just an emotional beginning of the year, Lord, but this is a time and a season where you have called us to deeper. Lord, as we are about to start this 21 days of prayer and fasting, we thank you, Lord, that everybody everybody participates and begins to start digging at their own level some of us got big shovels and some of us just got a little plastic spoke, god but lord let us dig on our level we got to work out our own soul salvation and we can't look at what our brother and sister is doing but lord put a desire in us to dig and find our purpose. Lord, I pray over the minds and the hearts of God's people right now that their vision and their knowledge is blurry as to what their purpose is. We thank you, Lord, before you can tell us what it is, God, you got to strip out everything that is contrary to it. So we thank you, Lord, when you begin to strip off of our minds off of, our, off of our ears, off of our spirits, those things that are, uh, are contrary to our purpose. We thank you, Lord, that the entrance of your word is light, and where your light is, it exposes. Lord, expose those things. Exposure is not bad, God. We thank you, Lord, that you expose those things that are not closely tied and related to our purpose. And when we find those things out, God, we have the boldness to do something about it. Lord, because knowing about it is half the battle. It's what we do about what we know that is going to produce results in our life. So we thank you today. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord, to be better. Thank you, Lord, that you you kept us through last year. But you've given us an opportunity this year, Lord, for us to be better, God. And, Lord, before you build us up, you got to take us down, God. So we thank you, Lord, that in this season, Lord, that we won't be fearful. We won't be unappreciative. We won't be whiny. We won't be complaining about the digging phase that you have us in. The Lord, that when we find purpose. Some will find it quickly. Some will have to unearth some things. But Lord, I thank you, Lord. You give us the patience and the humility to go down and to find purpose, God. God, we bless you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen. And amen. Come on, put your hands together if you receive the word today. Anybody receive a word today? Hallelujah. (laughs) Hug somebody beside you. Tell them I'm in pursuit of purpose. Listen.